welcome to the Arrogant Healthcare Marketing Bastards Podcast for the week of February 21, 2011. You're the Micro Machines guy? This is episode 94. I am. <laughs> I'm Chris Bevelo, president of Interval, healthcare marketing agency that puts on a podcast. I'm joined today by... Jackie Ritaco, account coordinator with Interval. And Adam Meyer, creative director at Interval. How do? I do well. How do you? Good. Besides my cold. <laughs> Under the weather. Cold. Mm-hmm. I may be a little nasally. <laughs> a little nasal, congestedly. <laughs> There's a lot of that going around. I know. Had the strep running through. Had the strep running through my house. <laughs> well, dang damn it. <laughs> Yeah, I had a cold. I had a pretty nice. Well, it was, was it two episodes ago, I think. Or maybe it was the last one. I was kind of cold. I was recovering from being sick. So, yeah, it's, You're that, always it's that sick. time of year. That's the is, thing, though. Is, I, really, I really don't get sick that often. I think until, sick, I had a, until I had a kid. I get sick all the damn time. Yeah, well, that's going to happen. Sickness <laughs> and illness is the new weather for us. And we need to break <laughs> yeah, this habit. Yeah, I know. Immediately. I was going to say, is this just as boring as talking about we the just Minnesota have a, weather? something to bitch about. That apparently is well, our who deal. Who doesn't, though? That's <laughs> life. <laughs> If you don't have something to bitch about, we, we should have somebody on the show who doesn't, so they can talk about how fine awesome and how life peachy is. life is. And <laughs> I don't want to make people jealous with how sweet my life is. How so. awesome it is. She's going to bring them down with the weather and our colds. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have this awesome. intro scripted every time to make it sound like we're miserable, when in fact, it's yeah. awesome. farther from the truth. That's right. I had, a, I had something I was going to say, but probably best I didn't say it. Probably. Okay, let's. We've got some good things here. I don't know if we're gonna be able to get through all this, but we'll try. Uh, the first one is a story that's been knocking around Twitter for a while, <laughs> so I've seen it maybe a hundred times. <laughs> but it's about Disney and their efforts to uh, sell their wares mm-hmm. to new moms in the maternity ward. So I think it first broke. In, let's see, this is dated February sixth. The New York Times. So I'm going to give them credit because usually after that it's all, what's the Rehashed word? Trickle down. Yeah, but what's it called when somebody, like Mashable has it. What's that called then? They basically steal it. Yeah. They Yahoo News. It. They're, all, they're all kind of curators. So Curator. it's curated at that point. There's yeah. another word for it though. It starts with an A. Ack something. <laughs> they're acclimators. Ack, come on. Ack curated? I don't know. I don't know. It's, oh, damn it. Now I feel really stupid. <laughs> well, when you, when you figure I out the I know who's going to call me when they hear this and give me a hard time. Chris Boyer. So. <laughs> Way damn to name him. drop. Damn you, Boyer. <laughs> All right, so here's what the, here's what the uh, New York Times article reads. Late last month, the com- uh, oops, I'll start over. The Walt Disney Company has started an ambitious and risky march toward the one corner of childhood it does not already dominate newborns. Late last month, the company quietly began pressing its newest priority, Disney Baby, in 580 maternity hospitals in the United States. A representative visits a new mother and offers a free Disney cuddly bodysuit, a variation of the classic onesie, which, by the way, is capitalized. I know it was a brand name. In bedside demonstrations, the bilingual representatives extol the product's bells and whistles, extra soft, durable, better sizing, and ask mothers to sign up for email alerts from DisneyBaby.com. More than 200,000 bodysuits will be given away by May. 
Hmm. Quote, if ever there was an opportunity for a trusted brand to enter a market and provide a better product and experience, it's this, said Robert Iger, Iger, chief executive of Disney. I'm extremely excited about it. What do you think? How excited are you guys? I, being that it was just a year ago, that um, just a little over a year ago that I was in the maternity ward with a mother who just delivered and a new infant that I was trying to figure out how exactly, how do I, you're afraid to pick pick him up. You're afraid. I mean, you just, you're relearning life at that point. The Mm -hmm. last thing I want is some D bag from Disney (laughs) and they're trying to sell me crap, you know, but maybe that's just me. (laughs) If it's, if it's a legitimate sales pitch in a very private situation like that, that's toughy. Well, this is where I'm confused because the original buzz was that it was a sales pitch. Like they were literally in there right. going, you could buy this or this. This article makes it seem like they're in there. They're saying, hey, here's a free Disney cuddly bodysuit. Uh, mm-hmm. We'd love for you to sign up for our e-newsletter so you can get you know more deals and hear more about Disney. I'm not saying that's okay, but that's not as hard a pitch as, it, as I understood it to be. Right. Yeah, I don't think that that's too terrible. What? I don't know. It depends. Because you know, I mean, you know what the under tones are of that or you know why they're there um right right yeah i mean i don't if they're giving you something that's potentially of use that's valuable that you appreciate having they're not hanging out for a long time they're just kind of in and out um maybe but it's what feels most shady is that hospitals are putting their patients in that position to begin with it seems odd that there are these arrangements or partnerships that they're just letting them in. I mean, they, they shouldn't. You don't let people in. That's the most well, surprising but, part. But of you it, know yeah. how Disney's in there, right? It's through R three sixty five, which is the photography. The photography place. So those yeah, things that's, that's happened since. I mean, my oldest is twelve, and that happened when he was born. It's been happening for years and years and years. We they did make have, a deal with yeah, the photography. Yeah, we did have a photographer try to sell us photos right. while we were in there, and I'm just kind of like, you know what? I'm really taking, that taking, that yeah. annoyed me. I was annoyed too. Actually, well, so I mean, I wasn't. An, I didn't. I was polite and it was like no thank you but it was it was annoying i was annoyed it's like right. don't this i'm not this i'm not in the mode to receive your sales pitch right, right. now i've right. got a mm-hmm. new child and life is radically changed get the hell out of my room <laughs> well i they mean were, yeah if you want to give me a free onesie or whatever that thing's called then that's one thing but like well, what point does it get to be too much like how many are they going to end up letting in you know, well, like, and that's the that's the that's a perfect way to think about the photography part because right. if they come in and say, "Hey, we have this great service that comes in and they'll take a picture of you and your baby," great. And if they come in and say, "We'll take a picture. You get this one for free. Here's information if you want or more," most people would be like, "Cool." But if right. they but I had the experience maybe like you did, Adam, where they were kind of like, "And we have this package, and you could do this, and yeah, I'm interested yeah. in this," and they're trying to like get you to sign on the dotted line right there mm-hmm. and that's crossing the line yeah. and so if disney were to pop their head in and say congratulations you know welcome welcome to the new baby this is a program we've developed here's a new onesie mom seemed to love it there's some information about signing up for other deals and information from disney we hope you sign up for it congratulations and that's it yeah or what, what if it's what if it's the onesie wrapped up like a gift with a nice card on top with a handwritten note inside, or maybe it's not even handwritten, that says, congratulations, check out, here, here's a gift from us, check this, check, out, check this out online, whatever, blah, 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 from your friends at Disney, or something like that. 
that would be like, wow, that's actually kind of, that's pretty cool. That's right. kind of nice. Because they're not there being D-bag salesmen right. in your face in probably one of the most vulnerable vulnerable moments. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. but yet the gift would be coming in a way that's very appreciated because you're probably going to be getting some other gifts, maybe balloons sure. or flowers or whatever. Um, so it's, it's part, now it's part of the natural flow of the experience. Mm-hmm. It's nothing mm-hmm. unexpected. It's something that I welcome. It's something that now I appreciate. But don't send don't send Joe don't Blow send in there to, to sell sales me stuff. Guy in, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. And I don't even know if I, I honestly I don't know if I'm more mad at, at Disney or seriously still the hospital for letting it happen. It's like they're the ones letting them in. What about this perspective? Why are the hospitals giving this opportunity to Disney? Well, that, how are they doing? Why won't they do this themselves? Yeah. If you're gonna oh. let somebody else in do it, what? I mean, most people are trying to do retail. How hard is it to create a, a freaking onesie of your own? System. We, that's what we got, though. We didn't get anything from Disney when we were at, um, well, North Memorial up in Maple Grove. We got, um, they gave us the, a brand, I think, if I remember right, I think it was a branded, the heck's that thing called? Bundle, bundle me. Oh, thing. yeah. My sister got one of those. It's like, it's like a little, little pair of pajamas. With the, yeah, it's, it's for swaddling your child. Yeah. And it's pretty convenient, actually. Yeah, they're awesome. Um, so that was much appreciated, actually. Really liked it. Here's got, a, got here's a quote from, um, one of the most respected marketing experts, Philip Kotler. <clears throat> the strategy is frankly overdue, at least given Disney's strong track record and other childhood niches, said Philip Kotler. But Professor Kotler added one asterisk. asterisk. There are bound to be <laughs> critics, moms and dads, who think Disney is already too powerful a force in the lives of children. Disney needs those moms who are getting a free sample to stand up and say, yes, I'm savvy enough to realize what Disney is up to, but I don't care because this is a really good product. I think there will be people that are anti-Disney, like there are anti-McDonald's and anti-Starbucks. Yeah. Uh, and there's there's plenty of stuff in these stories about the advocacy groups saying, you know, this is this is just like they did with Baby Einstein, where they went after Disney for saying that Baby Einstein was this product that promoted smarter kids, and it was a bunch of crap. Uh, but but I think it's more of what Adam and I are talking about. There will be people that think it's a that that are against like globalization who will hate Disney being in there, but it's more yeah. people going seriously. If it's not handled right and they're really trying to push wares, that will be a turnoff. Right? Yeah, it totally depends on how it's handled. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I can also see a lot of women really. I mean, some people have the means, and some people get a ton of gifts. But if you don't, and it's just it's one more thing, and it's worthwhile for you to use, kind of like the little swaddle deal. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you're going to think favorably. About yeah, it, assuming it's done right. Yeah, if they came in appropriately, I would yeah. be awesome. I'd welcome it. Yeah. Doesn't mean I'm going to, I don't know. I don't have much of a brand attachment to, to Disney, so I don't know. So, I can't, sorry, I keep stumbling across stuff. Uh, the campaign for a commercial-free childhood. Good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a quote. <laughs> this is a letter that That's they wrote about this. Yeah, it's a watchdog group, I guess. Okay. Um, and so this is part of their quote. Have you no sense of... This was to Disney, apparently. Have you no sense of decency? I'm appalled that a company that promotes itself as a family friend, as family-friendly would so crassly interject itself between a mother and a newborn at such a private, truly magical time. And do you think they used the word magical ironically there? <laughs> yeah. That's why Disney would go, exactly, nice. it's you- magical. We own magic. We have to be in there. Great word Magical. usage. Yeah, I, guess, I mean, yeah. yeah. Anyway, 
Okay. You know, stuff like that exists in other places too. And the yeah. example in this article is like Scholastic Books, which has uh, exclusive license in most schools to right, sell books. Right, right. Uh, and, but they've also started <clears throat> selling other things through there. And that's what R365 has done, is they've worked with like Procter & Gamble and uh, I can't remember the other one, Fisher Price and now Disney. Mm-hmm. That they're in there to sell photography, but they're, they're getting these other companies to pay because they know this is a channel they can get in there. So they pay R365. So maybe you got to look at R365 as the... As the the people making out best in all of this, because I'm sure they're making a mint. Oh, I'm Disney. sure. Okay, moving on <laughs> to Groupon. Have we talked about Groupon on this show? I don't think we ever have, <laughs> and I kind of believe we haven't. Are you being facetious? Didn't we talk about it last time, last show? Did or we? Did we talk about it after, before the show? No, well, we, we talked, talked about, about it. We at talked about it in the sense had. of their ad, uh, their ad. Their Super oh Bowl ad. yeah, yeah. Oh, the Super Bowl ad, yeah. right? Which, by the way. <laughs> After yes, they they after we recorded, but before it went up, the CEO finally caved and said, "All right, you got me. This this is really bad, and I'm sorry. We were insensitive. We're sorry. Once again, our podcast. Yes, we are influential. We are very. (laughs) This has happened so many times. I don't think anybody else talked about the fact that that ad was controversial, other than us on this podcast. I think we were the only ones. And then they pulled it because of us. Totally. Well, you know, he listens. Yeah. So anyway, um, we barely have the server infrastructure to maintain the millions of downloads that our podcast receives. Exactly. It's a constant battle. I have to email it on CD because our server infrastructure can't handle the massive downloads. Right. We have our own cloud in the cloud just to handle it. (laughs) So let's talk about Groupon real quickly in general. And then let's talk about it via healthcare. I think I think it's safe to say everybody knows what Groupon is, so we're not going to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, w- I would say people listening to podcasts most likely know what Groupon is. Yeah, but if not, it's a service that provides coupons. Coupons, basically. I just want twenty seconds of my life back that you just took. <laughs> yes, right. Is it? Would you call it social media? Uh, I think I yes, I would. It's not, really? not in the sense that you, when you, I would say it is. Because I need to find how? social media then. Well, what's, what do you do with social media? It's about sharing notes or comments with other, with people that are in your social circle, right? Pretty much the only thing I do with Groupon is when I see a good deal, I send it to somebody else who I know likes it and appreciates it. So for me, it kind of is a social app and they get, text me back or whatever saying, hey, thanks, well, I just bought this thing that you just sent to me. I suppose there's a discussion component, but I just. Is it Twitter? No. For me, is it based around? I don't. I don't really use. It's just it that a much. coupon service. Yeah, it's like a daily email. Yeah, it's still about. I mean, but I it. most of the. I mean, especially if Jackie's a great example. Of the most of the stuff that you take advantage of through there is social, social based deals, right? What do you I mean, mean? If, you, if you're buying, well, like I a mean, restaurant it, it itself, you're not being social through the app, but you're taking. I mean, yeah, you're going to go and be social with whatever it is that well, you're buying. Well, but that's not there. a social media. Yeah, <laughs> <That's laughs> no, I said it's that, not that, Twitter. That, but what I'm saying, is I use it in a social way that everything I find typically I don't want, but I know somebody who does want it, and I send it to them. So Fine, like I said, it's not Facebook. That's true. It's not another example it certainly is encouraging go, social oh, interaction. Right. What's another example of something you get that you forward on to somebody that you would laugh at if you called it social media? Jokes. People send you jokes via email. Is that social media? And you pass that on? Yeah, I guess, yeah. I so would you consider so. YouTube videos social media? Oh, totally. The comments after them. It's a, yeah, it's definitely social media. And there's also the, one of the whole 
one of the goals of YouTube is with, is with video responses is that when somebody puts up a video, you do a response as a video to that video and so on and so forth. Yeah, I mean, right. to me, social media is, is a communications channel where groups of people can communicate right. back and forth to each other. And they really don't do that on Groupon so much. No, no. I'm not, I didn't, well, I, that's what I said. The tool Maybe itself isn't something that facilitates the communication necessarily, <laughs> but, but it's something that helps to drive that. But if you're social at the restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> or if you happen to be looking at media? All right, let's like, move on. <laughs> All right, Sorry, so was- we're varied opinions on Groupon. Well, no, it's very successful. I mean, there's no doubting. This thing is extraordinarily yeah, it's, it's, it's a cool tool. Yeah. And it's huge following. It's a great idea. Once again, I'm just in the out on it. Yeah, you're negative. I even signed up. It. Jackie got me, got me interested enough to sign up, and now I get it. I'm like, God, here's another email that I have to ignore and or go through the <laughs> trouble of delisting myself from. Why don't, but do you're you, such a cynic when it comes to Have you not set up yourself like an email address just for that kind of crap, though? No. Well, you should. Well, I would just have it go into my inbox so I can catch it every day. What's the difference? That way it's not in your face. You could just, kind of like Facebook, uh, how you might go to Facebook once or twice a week and you just kind of look at what's there. If you have an email address set up just for that kind of crap. Gotta act now. Well, <laughs> with that stuff you do. Well, I a lot of those deals you weeks. have some time. You have a couple days or something to respond. I don't necessarily know that it appeals to everyone. Oh, no. Obvi- we were, well, that's obvious We now, were talking we, about that earlier that yeah. I think it's got a, I think if you, if you enjoy shopping, It'll appeal to you more if you enjoy the search for the best bargain, which aren't necessarily the same thing. Mm-hmm. You would enjoy that. New, trying new things. Try, I would say the trying new things or just like... Trying try, new things? Yeah, totally. Like yes. all of a sudden there's a deal on there for a massage that's like, that's a $100 massage and you can get for it for $30 bucks. or yeah. $20. It's like, oh, maybe $20. I'll try an hour massage. I've never had a hot stone <laughs> bath or whatever the hell they call it. <laughs> I'm going to give that a shot. That's the stuff that, to me, has been most appealing. I haven't actually purchased anything. Like I said, I've typically like forwarded things on to other people. Mm-hmm. Like my brother bought a, a pack at um, some uh, resort up in Duluth, like a f- couple nights and five yeah, tickets to the those. water park. Um, and something that is like, you know, they probably would have found something else to do on a weekend. But hey, here's $100 for the whole family to go up to this water park for the weekend. Right. Um, that's a pretty good deal. Or, and I love Duluth. Or well, a I restaurant. It's, I think it's kind of a stinky, messy place. But... but- <laughs> Nice. No, no offense, offense to the people. Duluth. Who, yeah. I like Duluth. I, I, I love I'm Duluth. Kidding. I don't dislike Duluth. It's just that half the t- it's it's kind of the soy industrial. Like when you come driving in and all the paper yeah, yeah, plants, yeah. it just feels it feels dirty to me. That's what I like about especially. It. I, I hardly <laughs> yeah. ever get there during. I always go there during the cold months. So it's not only does it it's got there's no leaves on the trees. There's dirty snow on the road. All these plants pumping out or smoke into the air. It's like. Way to pump that's Minnesota my, that's my tourism unfortunate, up. My unfortunate image of Duluth. <laughs> and this that. message is brought to you by the Duluth Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then there's the beautiful lake. And Wisconsin up in that area is beautiful. I spent time yeah. up there. So I'm, I'm sure Duluth is beautiful. If you go summer. through Duluth, there's some really beautiful. I mean, the oh, whole I thing is it. like in hills and yeah, oh, I know, old I know. time I know. mansions. I'm, I'm being facetious. I, I, Duluth is beautiful, I'm sure, during the right time of year. Okay. So some in people the- like Groupon. Most people like Groupon. There's probably yeah. very few people like me that just go, yeah. Whatever. I'd agree with that. It's just one more thing that to follow. That's what I was kind of annoying. Well, that's me. part of it. It's just you get, I get follower guilt. Like if I, I'm like, ah, oh, if I don't use this or if I bought one of these things, I'd feel like I had to use it or I wasted my time and money. It's just, it's fun. I get all geeked about it because it's like, oh, now I have $50 to this restaurant that I've never <laughs> been to. And where do we go tonight? Okay, let's check this yeah, place well, out. You are unencumbered by 
many things that I am comfortable with. <laughs> That's maybe true. I don't have the freedom to be like, where am I going tonight? <laughs> Come on, kids. We're going to drive to Duluth to take $50 coupon I this, on. I think that's an awesome example, though, of moving Jeez. away from social media, just being all of your interaction taking place through the web. Um, but this driving, this clearly, like for Jackie, is something that helps to drive your social life on some level, Right. I mean, you're probably doing things that you might not have done. You're going to restaurants that you might not have gone to because you're getting well, yeah. these great deals. I mean, yeah. really, this has an Im- a good impact, a good impact on your social life. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, well, this is which is. Well, really, you guys are really looking deep stretching. into this. No, I know. I, I'm not looking for societal. I'm not, stre- I'm not stretching it. I'm saying that it's it's exciting to see tools that encourage real life social interaction rather than just this. Your okay. virtual friends in the Twitter sphere okay. or on or f- Facebook that you never see in person. Like when she gets the deal on the shoes and she goes in the store and there's 600 other people get the same deal. And now she's in a nice social setting fighting for shoes. My That's exam- better than... Well, maybe you meet some other... It's pretty sweet like when you see shoes. another person break out a group on. Yeah, and you're <laughs> like, good, it's not just yeah, me. Yeah, that too. Let's get these shoes together. We're friends. Interlock arms. Dance out of the mall. So healthcare. Healthcare and Groupons. Yeah. It's happening quite a bit. Mm-hmm. What's the what are the deals that are being provided? Uh, usually, I mean, it's almost entirely retail. Not entirely, but mostly. So, okay. dental, optometry, uh, mm. cosmetic, dermatology, plastic surgery, kind of stuff. Yeah. Sure. Uh, laser hair removal. Laser. Oh. Yeah, that's cosmetic dermatology. Do you yeah, see Botox. Do you see deals on that? Let me know. <laughs> serious, serious issues. To take care of. Get rid of that ear hair over there. <laughs> there was a there was a story around here about dental practice that did it. So I could see, uh, you know, if you want to get into more traditional primary, secondary, I could see primary care clinics or doctors using this. Yeah. You have a new doctor that starts, uh, offer a Groupon for sure. uh, a physical at a certain price. Which, you know, once you get somebody in for a physical, you're more likely to keep them as a patient. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the trick is as soon as you start getting in the realm of insurance coverage, right. a lot of the incentive drops off because right. a lot of people don't pay for that stuff like they pay for other things. Would there right. be, could, could, is, are there options? Could a hospital go so far as to say, Offer a group on to have your copay covered, or would that just be like illegal on some grounds? It might be. There might be some <laughs> trying to think. Odds are there's some regulation. I that, would think so. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. Well, that's why I feel like a lot of those must be targeting uninsured people. I mean, I know that any dental one that I got, my brother was unemployed for an well, extended depends. period of time, and I forwarded to him. Yeah. But if he went in and he had and he liked them and had a great experience, once he is insured, I don't see why he wouldn't go back. Well, you're de- and you're I dental- know that's what they don't. That's what they don't want. But yeah, well, and dental insurance only goes so far. It only covers the broadest of things. In, True. In a lot of the tradition, in most cases, if you want cosmetic work done, you're on your own for the most part. At least with most typical dental. Oh yeah. How would that work? I mean. Fifty percent off gold fillings, teeth whitening. Yeah, yeah. teeth whitening. Or but teeth whitening is not covered by insurance. That's what. I'm, that's no, my, but that's my point. They do like sixty nine dollar dental cleanings or fifty dollars. That's, dental the, that's my point. Is that the Groupon specials would probably be leveraged best for those elective yeah. things that aren't like like getting your teeth whitened. You don't need your teeth whitened, but you right. might want them whiter. You don't. I don't need my fillings replaced, but some dentist said that I should have white ones rather than silver ones because if I happen to right, open my mouth and you see into say. there. That it's would be. Elective. You don't want to see a bunch of silver. I really don't give a crap if you. See I guess a bunch it's of porcelain now. If you, you know, but but again, <laughs> nobody's like 
waiting until they find a deal on porcelain <clears throat> fillings to get their fillings done. So well, that wouldn't work. That's it's, like not, it's not that you'd be waiting to find a deal. It's that all of a sudden it pops up on Groupon. It's something that you thought about like maybe last year or two years ago, and now you're like, oh, well, I, I didn't want to spend $400 at the time to do this, but they're going to give me $100 off, so maybe I'll spend $300 on it. Now, now it just popped back into your mind that it was something you thought about at one point in time, but kind of wrote off because of the expense. I don't, now I, you can save some money. a bad money. example. No, no, actually, I, think I don't that's think probably people, a good example. People don't think that way with fillings. You either get them or you don't. Well, I'm not, You're presented with the are a bad example. Right, they're a bad. Use example. teeth whitening as an example. Right, yeah. teeth whitening is fine. I think that's a fine example. Or even checkups. So that was, I think, the yeah. example that a dental For practice me it wouldn't be because mm-hmm. your checkup. I mean, insurance typically covers your checkups. If you have insurance, if you have a lot it. of people don't have dental insurance. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you don't have it, yeah, yeah. But if you, you also might. Dental insurance, I think, is traditionally one of those things that. If you don't have insurance, that's probably one of the last things you're going to be you're probably more concerned about your health insurance you are than, than you are about your oh, yeah. dental insurance at that point. Yeah. I, you know, it's just obviously it's got applications in healthcare. It's just, I think it's limited. I think it is, it, yeah. it, it is limited. Don't you think? I mean, for most, I, for health, hospitals and health systems, for most of what they do, I mean. It's hard for me to imagine how they'd get in a significant way on Groupon. And you wouldn't want to be driving people in to use something if they didn't need it. Right. That too. Yeah, that too. So, I mean, you're not going to do it for like x-rays and it just makes no sense. It's just counterintuitive. But obviously there's a huge market for retail health care and mm-hmm. cosmetic yeah, dentistry yeah. and yeah. surgery. And maybe, and, I mean, a lot of hospitals are getting in or have gotten into the retail scene. So mm-hmm. maybe there's a way you could do it through there if you've got enough of a, if you think your retail presence is significant enough and pulling people in your door is going to be, you know, it's only helpful, I guess. I wonder if you could do. I wonder though, what what about for preventative stuff? What about uh, what if you did a Groupon for heart screening? That's I true. I mean, would that be Maybe. a way to like guarantee that you get a certain number of people come to your heart screening? I guess it dep- again, it probably depends on insurance. I mean, some screenings are probably covered if they're <sighs> most or not. I don't know. I think most like preventative ones are. Like if you did one at a health fair, I don't think that's covered by insurance. Yeah. So if you were going to charge fifty dollars for a heart screening, or maybe it's a class, you charge it for twenty five. A lot of hospitals offer courses, you know, internally for continuing education credits for nurses and I don't know if doctors need those or not, but um, yep. Uh, but they sure. also offer community courses a lot of the times, and sometimes there's a lot of times there's a cost for it, I believe. So maybe it's a free class, or it's a hundred and fifty dollar class that now you now it's forty bucks or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that, there's there are ways to use it. You just got to yeah. I think creative. I think maybe some diagnostics. What the hell is going on? Sorry, there's something outside our window that intriguing me. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I won't even describe it because it's kind of I don't know. Adam has to go look now. Sorry, I can't even see the majority of it. It's a long hour on the law. They're coming up <laughs> after us. I'm afraid there's going to be some loud sounds here in a second. There might be. It looks like they're doing some work on the signage next door. All of a sudden, it's going to start drilling. Oh, is that what they're doing? Yeah, they're so. going to start drilling right next door in the middle of our podcast. I always hated that word. Drilling? Signage. Oh. Really? Why? I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like a surfer dude. Yeah. Really? Signage, dude. Really? Yeah. I've never really thought negatively about what, it ever. What would you replace it with? <laughs> signs? Signs? Yeah, we've got to replace our signs. I don't know. I don't know. I guess you need just, to improve your signs. It just, signs. It just seems like a weird like word to put "udge" on the end of. What, would you, what else could you put? Iti, sinity, sign, sign, signage, sign. That's funny. I've never sinus? thought about that. I don't know. Sinus. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, now there's a dude in there. This is so interesting. I wish you could Speaking see it. Speaking of signage, someday dude. we've got to. Someday we've got to. He doesn't know we're all looking at him. Someday we've got to put this <laughs> on video. Guy. This would be great video <laughs> right one. now. 
He's just, just the crows he slowly cold. drifting past the window in his little box there. He's got to feel so cool. Okay. Cool or cold? <laughs> cold. Both one more sure. thing we should talk about. How are we doing on time? Uh, we better wrap it Creeping up. Creeping up, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just one more thing. We could go deep on this too, but uh, there's a bill that's been introduced in Congress that would create a do not track me. I, I don't even know what it would be because they make it sound so simple. Yeah. Like, oh, this would be so simple. We'll pass a do not track me online act that will provide an option for consumers to opt out of online tracking that advertisers use to target ads. Uh, so they can, they, they call it a nag, anal, analogous, <laughs> analogous anal ogeous to the, na- <laughs> to the national do not call registry. Yeah. And companies that didn't respect yeah. an internet user's <clears throat> choice to opt out would be subject to legal consequences. Well, there's a, there's a lot going on. I mean, there's obviously a lot going on behind the scenes when you're online that you're right. unaware of. Um, <laughs> even people who are fairly technically savvy don't probably don't know the half of what's going on behind right. the scenes when oh, you're browsing totally. the web. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I don't, I don't see a problem with it because I really want to see, I, I'm excited to see us move into more of a model, more of the opt-in model where people start to really value staying in touch with companies and brands that matter to them. Um, cause like I said before, ad- advertising has gotten this rap of being evil and bad and in your face and always inappropriate when I think the opposite it's, it's because of the abuse of trust and, and the p- companies have typically taken advantage of people historically. And there's, there's this big brother mentality and this lack of trust like and, Disney, like Disney. And oh. you just, you just get, you know, people get fed up and now that now they want, they, they demand things like this. Um, I am excited to offer my contact information to companies that matter to me that I want to hear from um, that offer services and goods that I like. And I don't know, I don't, I've, I've given a lot of thought to this and that's probably why I value that. But I really hope that if we can, if we continue to take measures like this where, where companies don't even have the option to be shady and sneaky, that hopefully we start to eventually evolve and get into a, a point where people start to trust and value advertising from companies and brands that mean something to them. Again, hmm. long-winded that's deep response. Man. Yeah. Well, Adam's I in try, deep mode. I try to think about the implications of someone like, like a company like Facebook. I mean, the thing, you, that, the thing that gets me is I understand privacy, but I also think people, they want the world handed to them for free. Right. Would people be willing to pay for Facebook if Facebook then could not provide information to advertisers, which would completely gut the value of advertising on Facebook? Not completely, but in so many ways. The thing is, though, I mean, people still, just by simply, Facebook could require you to opt in to use their service. And people are going to continue to use the service. Some people may get maybe all, like, maybe oh, that's how the stop. law would work. Hmm. That oh, you would true. say by agreeing to use this website or visiting this website, you're Agree giving away the information. The implications could extend, could then. I mean, Facebook obviously extends outside of Facebook with the whole Facebook Connect um, d- deal, where you go to certain websites. Like I go to CNN.com, and if I'm logged into Facebook, I can see if people on my in my circle have responded to stories on CNN. Like literally on the homepage, all of a sudden one of my friends shows up in a little box, and it's like, oh, he said something about this story. Hmm. That's because CNN.com knows that I can track use based on session variables yeah. or cookies that, that I was that I'm logged into to Facebook. Right. So. There's always, I mean, that's kind of weird. I mean, I, I'm, I always feel a little uncomfortable um, 
when I see that stuff happen, when I go to some site and all of a sudden my Facebook stuff pops up, it's like, no, I, no, no, no. I don't mind if it's in Facebook because I've, I've, I've opted in to use the service. They're actually fairly, they're pretty damn good too about targeting. They're targeting with ads in the sidebar. A lot of times there's actually stuff in there that I'm that's right on. interesting. Well, mm-hmm. it should be. That's the point. Mm-hmm. I guess if it's opt out, you know, if Facebook said, okay, if you don't want us to use this, you are no longer a member of Facebook. Most people would be like, whatever. But my point but is they'd that, have the choice. Yeah, yeah. And I, but I think yeah. that this could impact what Facebook can do outside the realm of Facebook. Like once you start to leave, some of this Facebook Connect stuff might start to be in jeopardy. Do you have a problem that That's Facebook true. makes a gob of money by selling the information that, to advertisers? Yeah, only because I don't think I, at least I, I guess I didn't, I, don't, I didn't read the end user license agreement, but. Um, I, I assume they make clicked. a gob of money. If they're not, why aren't they? I mean, clearly they, they, maybe they don't. Maybe I should take that back before I get sued. Yeah, I mean, just the fact that they are, they themselves are this massive platform that you can advertise within. I'm going to have to guess that's where the majority of their money comes from. They don't probably don't need to sell. It's kind of like Apple. They don't need to sell the data. Apple's the same thing. They, they collect all the information. It's extraordinarily valuable information because it allows people to target advertisers to target. But Mm -hmm. I don't know that they sell the information. I think they, We'll tell an advertiser, tell us what you want, and we will pinpoint those people. Right. But we're not taking that information and distributing that's it. There, that's actually, so. And that could be a, another discussion maybe for the next podcast, but around the whole, this new subscription model that Apple's trying oh, to yeah, introduce I didn't with go the there. iPad. Well, that's really what, that's what it's all about. Publishers don't like it because the user it's, information stops at Apple, and they don't, get, they don't get it. The publishers don't get it. The user information that is, whereas historically publishers have made their money by you subscribing to the magazine and then they turn around and sell your information to, to up teen million places. That's how they've made money in the past. They don't want that model to change. The user wants that model to change because they had no idea their information was getting sold. Apple wants that model to change because Apple is actually one of those companies who a they see they can make some money on in this deal, but b they've also they also value user experience and I think. They value privacy more than a lot of companies out there. 30% is insane. <clears throat> it's not insane. And, and right now, it doesn't just apply to publishers. It applies to anything. Yeah. So I like Rhapsody. It's, How it's, did those companies make any money? You know why it's not insane? Because maybe when Apple, if, if Apple insane. becomes a monopoly when in, in, in publishing, for example, let's say the, the iPad becomes the de facto. It becomes how everybody reads everything. Now they're a monopoly. Now I think 30% then would be insane. No. It's not insane now because Apple is bringing those customers to those people. 30%, dude? What? There is no, there's, other than like high profile if I create, banking if I create and investing has a margin of 30%. I create something, I create something that complements your product or service and I'm bringing you customers through what, through sure. what it is that I created. Yeah. yeah I deserve 30%. <laughs> well, good luck to you, sir. There's Apple not many companies. Be, that, Apple seems to be doing pretty damn well with oh, that Oh, they model. just introduced it. Do you think they're going to survive with they that? They didn't just introduce Let's put a bet. It. Gentleman's bet. They did not just introduce it. It has been a part of the app store with all of their apps right, up but, until now. Right. But now they're doing it with publishing. Trying to. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's not going to stay at 30% because they're going to get crushed. Google already came out and said, oh, you can do it with us for 10. I don't know that it's going to get crushed. It'll be okay. interesting to see Well, that's why I say gentleman's bet. It, can, it'll get, it could get crushed if it's the only way people can get content. But that's not the case with a lot of these. A lot of the people who are on the iPad, it's not the only way they offer up yeah, their but content. They're, they're, the, the reason they're going to be in trouble for monopolistic efforts is because they're also saying, you have to, whatever you charge in the, in, through Apple, you have to charge other places too. You can't have different models. They're basically restricting what you can do outside of the Apple format. 
the BS. Right, they're saying whatever you charge outside, you have that's you. Right. That's what you need to do. Here Says as well. who? Why do you get to tell me what I have to do? It's their platform. No, that's right. If if I'm in your platform, if you don't like it, then don't use it. Right. Well, that's what I think is going to happen. Well, we'll see. We'll see. It's, I'm sure all the publishers are like, "Thanks a lot, Apple. You're supposed to save us, and now you're going to." There was a word that came to mind that was probably a little too harsh. But when I hear 30%, that's what I think. I don't. I, think I, I don't because, I don't because it's not the Apple's only place cut? that it's not. It's because it's not the only place these people are offering the information. If it was, then 30% could be a little ridiculous. But when the iPad is just one channel, and here's somebody who's literally bringing new customers to you through that channel, and they're saying, we're bringing you these new customers, and your, the finder's fee is 30% of the income that they're bringing to you as well, I don't. I don't see that as yeah, being that but, big a know, deal. If, if, again, we had this conversation last week. If Wall Street Journal says, well, we can't support an iPhone app anymore. So, okay, so fine. Or an iPad app. I'm just going to go to the Wall Street Journal website. Right. Why would they do that? Why, why does Apple think they're going to stick with that? I don't know. We'll find out. I don't know if it's going to be successful. Mm, I'm just saying I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's a problem. I think that's fine. If, if you're bringing, literally bringing the new customers in that you might not have had otherwise... And I think that's, I don't Dude, see a problem with I'm that. telling you. you with find something a, remarkable that you created. You find a business where the sales commission is 30%. That's Apple's cut. That's, that's Apple's cut. I mean, most businesses stretched. I mean, if they well, look at it, look at it, look certainly at, not look at it outside of publishing and look at app developers who are even at getting 70%. Their, their doors are open to this community that they never, in their wildest dreams, could have been open to for a lot of them. They're making money hand over fist that they couldn't have made because they don't have that marketing power on their own. Now, all of a sudden, they're in with Apple. Their product is in front of millions of people. And even at even losing 30%, it's remarkable. They're making money hand over fist because of it. Who's making money hand over fist? All sorts of developers who have made apps on the app platform for the iPhone. We better stop this. We're, we're yeah, never you guys are. It. You guys are on a rant. Developers I hate Apple. I'll, find, I'll send you hey, ten articles. Are you a developer? developer? No. Am I a developer? I read. Yes. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I can read. I can read how unhappy they are with their business model. Why are there? Why is it? It wouldn't be what it is if developers hated Apple. It's because it was the only choice for a while. But now they're now that it has not been the only Apple. choice. They're not. Go okay. to the Android store. I'll find some stories and we'll post them. So you know, I'm not just making <laughs> no, that you up. Can, you can. Find that, but I can find you probably three hundred for every one you'll find that refute. Okay, that. there you heard wow. that. He said that publicly. So when I find my six, he's got to find eighteen hundred. <laughs> we better wrap it up. I got to right. hook some stuff up over here for a meeting. Sorry, Adam, I went to it. That's so why I didn't even yeah. want to. I said I didn't even want to put it on the thing because I knew that was going to happen. That's, see, that's one of those situations <laughs> where I just don't interject. Well, I don't know enough to interject, but I can at least give some opinions, uneducated or not. All right, for Arrogant Healthcare Marketing Bastards Slugfest, <laughs> this is Chris Bevelo. Jackie Rotaco. Adam Meyer. We will talk to you next time. See ya.